0: their goal is to bring you a podcast that sounds more like everyone else than anyone else we need to accept the fact that we are like every other podcast yeah we want to be special but we're
1: not quite there yet
0: it's the Zenial odyssey podcast with remy and bobby rocks I don't need to switch it up on you, but when you uh, say you're picking up, how much writing do you do a week? Um, let me let me think Or a about day, this. even yeah.
1: okay. On your average day, weekday, five
0: pieces a day,
1: I'd say. Sometimes seven. So we're looking at thirty to thirty-five pieces a week usually. But I try to work on the weekends too because you know cost of living. I'm not. I'm, yeah. it's just impossible right now. So, and honestly, even doing that and working my ass off with that, you still as a writer, you still look for more. You still look because you know you write until you can't or you write until you're you know financially well off which as a writer is never
0: <laughs> but i've been busy and it, it's been good man it's been it's been consistent which is nice so i mean i know you asked me so thank you thank you uh for sharing and thank you for, for asking uh it's been a little tumultuous uh professionally speaking yeah and my job again I, i'm pretty i talk about it in the peripheries i'm pretty discreet but yeah it's been it's been a little tumultuous there's uh some uh organizational changes going on but um I mean, maybe that can be content for another episode, but we actually came here with an idea, Uh, a recent idea.
1: Yes. Uh, Every
0: now and then we do do topics off of real-time events. We do. And this one is no different. So on the way up here, Remy and I, we were discussing a docu-series. Uh, I think that photo you just took yourself is very, uh, it's very realistic. Thank Um, you. But we were talking about... A uh, mini-series? Like a mini-docu-series that's on Netflix? Yeah, it was only
1: about three episodes. Yeah, but they were they were decent length. Yeah,
0: and uh, it is uh, really... It's living rent-free in my head. So I figure, eh, fuck it. Let's come on here and let's do a show about it. And it's basically what I'm talking about is it's titled...
1: Most Hated Man on the Internet? Thank
0: you. Thank you. I was, th- I was thinking if I had it verbatim. But yes, yeah, The Most Hated Man on the Internet. It is about Hunter Moore who started the revenge pornography site is anyone up.com
1: uh yeah you know bob had brought it up in the car and we had apparently watched it at the same time and he's just like we need to talk about this piece of shit
0: yeah and not just that piece of shit but what also came to my mind because again my mind will go down rabbit holes i look at things from a cerebral standpoint is i thought about things like girls gone wild barstool sports i thought about all things that are very similar to this and the rise of it it's kind of in the late nineties, early two thousands. The embracing of it. The embracing of it. And then how, much like many things in our country, and the law caught up.
1: Yeah, which is good yeah. because a lot of people, specifically women, there were men involved too, but women were getting completely exploited. Yes. Violated. And, I mean, just the just the concept of revenge porn, the, the terminology in itself lets you know what mm-hmm. you're dealing with. Like it's it's fucking disgusting, bro. Yeah.
0: So we're and we're gonna do pretty much like a segment on on pretty much each, each of those, I think that's that fair to say. Rem, yeah, we'll do like a sec. We'll do a segment on uh Hunter Moore. We'll do a segment on Girls Gone Wild. We'll do a segment on Barstool. Uh, Barstool, Barstool's still around. Barstool's still huge. Yeah, it's, it's kind of expanded. To be fair, I want to be fair to it, but uh, again, we'll go into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's changed the game. It's changed its yeah, game. They've a empowered bit, but, women because
0: yeah. they, they the, um, the podcast they have that the the two younger ladies have where they talk about it. They talk about it from their, like a stand, perspective. their perspective, which is kind of like a dude's perspective. But it's nice to see women talking about it empowered.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and you know, it's their it's their platform to have. So
0: yeah, but uh, we'll do what we always do. We will jump off. We'll play some music. We'll maybe come back. Maybe play. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll, play, we'll, we'll maybe come yeah, back. Maybe we'll come back. Maybe they'll shut it. Maybe the family will shut us down. That's a little teaser for uh, when we'll we matter. when we get into Hunter Moore. But as always, Why welcome. You? Welcome to the Odyssey, and we'll hear you when we come back. Hi, welcome to the island. I hope you brought drinks and swimmies. I hope you brought bug juice or Capri Sun. So Rem, do you want to start us off, or do you want me to start us off?
1: Um, I mean, I could jump on this. So much like Bob, I'm sure we were both just sitting there in our houses in the evening, and we saw the trailer for Most Hated Man on the Internet. And, you know, I'm compelled by human tragedy and, and terrible people and the stories that people have to share you know, the first thing I'm going to say, so, so Bob had already said he runs a site, ran a site called Is Anyone Up? And it was a site where, yeah, you'd fucking post photos of your ex's ding a dongle you know, without their consent. And first thing I had to say, and I asked Bob this in the car too, because I was curious. I did not know this was a thing that existed. Me neither. Like, and I consider myself a zeitgeist guy as a writer and a web guy. I'd never heard of it. No friends ever asked me to look at it. It was never linked to me. So the whole story to me, was brand new. But once you get, and same thing with you, Bob, yeah?
0: yeah yeah same thing for me like i remember watching this and they said he started the site in 2011 and i was like wow yeah where where the fuck was i we would have
1: it would have been something that we discussed at our job actually
0: yes yes we would have no one did because there is a lot of stuff that we've talked about so far on the podcast that is like the foundation stuff leading up our childhood our developmental years this shit came out when we were full-fledged adults yeah oh remy you were in your 30s and i was about to be in my 30s like we were full-fledged adults when this dropped
1: but I had no idea about it. So watching this thing, long story short, think about if Limp Biscuit was a person. Oh, fuck off, dude! Tell me that's not a good. It's p- good, but it just it makes me want to like hate him even more. Like, and and no disrespect to the biscuit, like, and you know it was ninety nine. But all, all disrespect to Fred Durst. <laughs> it, it was ninety nine, and we all liked your shit. But it was the idea that there was a real frat rock rape energy to what they did. Yeah, and that is this guy personified douchebag haircut like gelled black hair kind of short
0: looks like the lead singer third eye blind oh he started but his he started with the emo scene yeah and he started that site as as a musician like musicians yeah, like, exposing themselves for like no the notoriety and then it just kind of went where it girls
1: went. started po- and that was interesting too because you'd hear that like girls wanted to be involved with it initially which is very <laughs> strange and we'll talk about butthole girls soon um, I know that sounds really funny. It's actually not, but it kind of is because she's a horrible person. She's anyway. a horrible person. So this dude sets up basically a server that and just lets people send in anything. Anything. But like so so guys who sent around dick pics were getting outed and girls who did but here's where it gets weird, okay? People girls who had girls take nude photos of themselves. Guys do it too, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've fucking done it. And in a lot of these cases, what started happening on his anyone up was a lot of the girls were like, "I don't have a boyfriend," and didn't send that to anybody. Like, and I, I'm gonna be a dickhead for a second because when the first girl said that, like, she said it in front of her parents, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, everybody says that." But no, no, people weren't just sending these in. That's that's a mm-hmm. big thing that people need to understand. So you have guys trying to ruining trying to ruin their exes reputations, and the big kick is. Every nude picture on the site was attached to their Facebook profile. So a lot of these women were, what's the word, Bob? Exploited. Oh, well, I was looking for single, single mothers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of them were single mothers. So next to their nudes would be a link to their Facebook with their kids. So there's a lot of issues here. But come to find out, they weren't all sent in. So anyway, I binged it in two days and
0: was, rep- I
1: kept saying, I'm like, how's nobody fucked this guy up? How has nobody beat the fuck out of this hunter Yeah, guy? he
0: needed to have his ass kicked.
1: Dude, the compelling stuff, train wreck. Bob, your thoughts?
0: Okay, so I watched it in one day. I just I just binged it one day, had nothing going on. Uh, I watched it alone, and my wife kind of came home halfway through. She was doing her own thing. Yeah. And I kind of was like, honey, have you ever heard about this? Had she? No. Wow. No, 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 no. And then we, we talked about it a little bit, and she kind of jumped in a little bit, and I gave her some background story. So for anyone who hasn't watched the Netflix documentary, it starts with Chrissy Law or Chrissy Laws, I think is her last name. Yeah. And poor girl. Yeah. So she was hacked. Somebody hacked into her email. Someone hacked into her face, all of her stuff. And she even said a few days before everything went public and someone brought it to her knowledge that she had to reset all of her passwords. So somebody hacked in and then her pictures, she took nudes of herself and she emailed them to herself. And that's how someone got access to them. She didn't send them to anyone but herself. And somebody got access to them. Her and her mother reached out to Hunter Moore and asked him if he could take them down. And he basically well, was like, no. Don't skip the step of this poor girl waking up one day.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's a, a 1,000 notifications on her phone. Yes,
0: yes. And then people would start to phone. People would Did harass her. I say
1: 1,000?
0: Yeah, yeah. So a 1,000? <laughs> Ten hundred is a thousand. Ten, one yeah. hundred. Just make sure I'm not right. stupid. But yeah, people would. Guys, I mean, I'm showing people, guys.
1: And even her friends were like, yo, did you see your pictures? Yeah, so it but, was just.
0: But I'm talking about guys. Guys would basically like asking her if she wanted to fuck. fuck. Yeah, but that, they're doing that on her Facebook. They're doing that on other social media. But they're also calling her because they got a hold of her phone number. And they knew where she lived. She may have gotten mail. But she was getting harassed. And she didn't do this stuff on. This wasn't like revenge what the site is based on basically hunter moore was kind of like oh tough shit and then her mom got involved her mom became as, her mom is now an advocate for exploitation her of people. the shit yeah i mean remingly half jokingly said i mean that her mom invoked her white privilege
1: yeah when you have yeah. a husband bring home two million a year and is an attorney you can completely yeah. stop your life and focus on your daughter's nude pics and but god bless her for
0: that yeah exactly so they they reached out to his attorney And his attorney kind of said that, you know, he's not doing anything illegal because he's not the one.
1: By by, by the way, how slimy was his attorney?
0: Well, I think most attorneys are slimy. But this one, yeah, in that moment, you're especially slimy.
1: He's like, yeah. But then later, the funny part, little twist about him later on, he's like, oh, this guy's a dirtbag
0: and he he quits. Yeah. Well, probably because the money ran out. Yeah. Let's be honest. This site, by the way, this site was only up for like 18 months to two years. You know what I'm thinking now that we talked? It must have been West Coast centric. Yes, it was. They were from California.
1: So that's how yeah. we didn't really find out about it because it
0: wasn't people around us getting destroyed. No, but you hear about like, this guy. I mean, he when I'm like, um, so there's a part where he got so huge that there was a writer for Rolling Stone that followed him around on the road. He basically, he was a musician, but he basically turned into a DJ and would have these live parties. It sounds a lot like Barstool. Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot like Barstool, like when uh barstool I don't know if they still do the live shows as much but they get basically you get girls drunk and and it's a big party and there's an orgy and just, yeah, yeah 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 and he's like a rock star and he's a DJ yeah and you're seeing women this is not a joke okay
1: this fucked me up you're seeing women lining up outside a green room to fuck this guy yeah. who, who's a monster yes like what doing coke off his dick shit that you think
0: yeah. is made up this female reporter saw yeah Yeah. She basically saw all this debauchery going on. But now let's go back to the uh, father, the British father who was an attorney. So at first he didn't know anything about the guys. When we say British, listen,
1: imagine like the most buttoned up just, well, she didn't quite, you know, you shouldn't put your nudes online. Like you at the beginning, I didn't mean to step on your toes, Bob. Apologies. At the beginning of his bit, you're like, oh, this guy's out of touch. By the end, you're like, this guy's fucking amazing. That's yeah, all I'm going to say about because
0: him. Because once he got involved, it was like, oh, now it's done. Now thing, now the ball's rolling. They went all the way to the FBI. And the FBI got involved with, uh, with Hunter Moore. And the process takes a long time. But in the meantime, Hunter Moore started harassing back at the laws.
1: Vile. And he's like yeah. posting vile shit on Twitter.
0: But then he had a group of followers who called themselves The Family. And these were the fans. These were like super fanboys that would just go on and they would troll, have the most atrocious comments on a lot of the photos. Uh, They would be the ones to share it. And it led to ruining people's lives. Yeah, 100%. It did lead to ruining people's lives. But a part of this is the laws started to fight fire with fire. And I credit them for this. This was ballsy. They released his home address and his phone number. Yeah. And they basically were like, let's see how you like it. Double docs. Yeah. But what did the family do? The family was sending them those like, Fucking kidnapped kidnapped, uh taking letters a, a out of mag out of magazine saying all the horrific things how they were gonna torture and murder them. And they still advocated that and that takes that takes courage. That takes courage beyond
1: Back up a little, you're okay. screaming it right into
0: the mic. Okay. Or I'm too far away. That
1: might be the case. Oh, but
0: I have my limiter on, so Oh. I mean, so I'm screaming to you, but I have the digital limiter I have my on. G-string on. I think I have the limiter on. If I didn't set it, nah, fuck it. I'll fuck just it. have to edit.
1: Yeah, and they would show these live events that he would have, and it would just be gross. He'd be like on mic being like, which one of you guys am I going to fuck tonight? And then he'd be like talking to the mic, and he'd be like, I'm the guy that fucks your girlfriend. Shit like that. Like just mm-hmm. Basically, he was the last archetype of a person that I hope doesn't exist anymore. It still exists, but but they won't, I know but what they you're can't be
0: celebrated anymore because of the the dialogue. though. yep, yeah. So by the time the FBI finally gets involved and they're investigating, what did they find out? He was paying a guy to hack into yep. people's computers. Well, that's what we and steal the images and information.
1: And like you know, that's the mom's angle. She's like, we can go after him federally because this is a fucking federal crime. Yep, especially
0: know? because they were doing it across state lines. How crazy yep. was it when you
1: when when you found out? At least for me. That the dude who was doing all the hacking, who ended up getting twenty years, was getting paid two hundred dollars a week by him. Yeah, well, I mean, fuck them both. I mean, but, but two hundred dollars a week to ruin your because at least he said to Hunter at some point, he's like, bro, I don't know, this is illegal. Hunter's like, shut the fuck up and do exactly. Your job. Yeah, and the thing that that Bob didn't mention about the army, his army or his family, he'd post shit. Okay, I, and I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen this. He'd post something on his social media like hey, family, fucking punch yourself in your face until you break your nose and then drink the blood. And people would do it. And you see these videos of these dudes. And I'm not talking like... Just listen to the sound like this. (laughs) Punching themselves in their face at full speed till their noses break. Like... So there was a level of disconnect with his fan base that I found a little appalling. And like, yo, these are the kind of people that will show up at your house and rape you to death.
0: So what happened to him? He was, there was a moratorium put on him where he couldn't have access to social media for a certain amount of time while he was going through the trial process. Well,
1: wait, let's not jump to the money shot yet, because let's talk about how he did end up kind of disappearing for a second because the site got
0: taken down oh yeah and then he had john Moore 2.0
1: then he had the bravado of being like oh because he said this thing that disturbed me and and we never got to find out what this is but he's like oh on the new site there's a lot more than just porn you mean like snuff and shit like what are you saying dude and that was the thing and so all like the mother of of laws the laws girl Had talked to over 40 other people whose lives were just literally ruined. Like, people were suicidal. They couldn't have relationships Mm -hmm. and shit. Lost their jobs. And so they... So it was at the point where people knew who Hunter Moore was. The the initial site was down, so people were relieved. But he was like, a new one's coming. And he was, like, naming people on Twitter. Like, he called out that mom, and he's like, I'll fucking stick my dick in you and your daughter's mouths till you choke. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy was a fucking appalling, right? And then how did it change? The mother is sitting there on the computer, a pop-up, an email from someone. Hmm, let me check this out. We are anonymous. We are aware that you and your daughter have been abused, among many other females. This will stop now. We are in your corner. Literally. Yeah. She gets an email and she's like... Savagery. Sav- and she, at first, she's like, oh, am I just get Because you could get... She was in the mindset of everyone's trolling me everything, so she didn't believe it. The next day... Anonymous is on, dude. They're doxing them. They fucking lock him out of his bank accounts. He can't get his own money, bro. Anonymous, we salute you,
0: bro. Yes, thank you.
1: Holy shit! In a day, they essentially cut off all his avenues avenues of revenue. Mm-hmm. Avenues of revenue. They just did what they said they were going to do. It was a, it was an attack on him that fucked him, and his whole thing was well, the second site's, the second site is still coming. Nope. Nope. Anonymous one, yep. And that's when the shift happened where he moved into court in his hole. What about his demeanor change,
0: bro? From coked out frat bro to walking with a coat over his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, he didn't feel like he was invincible. He like wasn't. the invincibility yep. was taken away. And he realized that Yeah, you're just like everyone else. Yeah. Yep. But then he eventually. So he's indicted. He's federally indicted. Yep. Uh, For people who don't know what it is to be indicted, it just, it's this, for, if you've ever, like me, if you've ever been involved with the courts, it's the equivalent on a federal or a grand jury level of being arraigned. Yep. So it just means, okay, we're going to, there's a crime here. We feel there's enough compelling evidence to move forward with a trial because that's all it means on a grand jury level or a federal level. Mm -hmm. And he eventually, he pleaded guilty. He ended up pleading guilty to the charges and... He did what? Two years and six months. Yeah, it was something. He did ridiculous. two years and six months in prison. He was upon release. Now he had like three and a half years of probation, mm-hmm. and and during that time, which I believe ended last year for him, that he couldn't have he couldn't have a social media presence. Yeah, he, couldn't. he was banned. But beyond the fact that I think that was a criminally low sentence, probably because he p- pled guilty. Uh, the fines that he had to pay, I think in total, they amounted to three thousand dollars yeah something like 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 three traffic tickets for a yeah. normal person and i'm not talking civil suits because people did they did bring like class action of course civil suits against him all of the victims the chrissy laws's mom like organized these people and also kudos to her that they went after they went after him separate from this as a civil and to get money and i believe they, they got some, some several hundred thousand dollars i'm sure they never saw uh, it out of him yeah they probably never saw it and he's bankrupt as shit now mm-hmm. and good for him hell's not good enough for someone like him
1: Yeah, and I mean, obviously, listen, it was a dude who was a sociopath and a narcissist who had never been held accountable. So no matter what, I promise you in some way or another while he was in jail, he figured out a way to continue doing this when he gets out. We may not know what it is. We may not be aware of what it is, but there's no way this dude tuned from douchebag to okay guy. People like him, too, they don't understand that they're doing crime for their time. Mm-hmm. So they feel like they're being punished. So they just get more resentful and more yep. hateful. So I would not be surprised if somewhere buried on the web in that guy's fucking name there's already some gross site where people
0: rape alligators or some shit. Now, <clears throat> we've talked about. Now, th- I want to make something clear before I go on to this next part. There were men. Men and women were both exploited. Oh, on this, I know what you on this website. Now. There were many people. Who I empathize with, and they were innocent victims. There was one person that oh, is, I know, fuck. Uh, I mean, I, they're depl- they're as deplorable as he is. Yeah, listen, we can
1: people can call it victim blaming or, or whatever. There, there is a line between victim blaming and being honest about something that went down. And in mm-hmm. this case, like, feel free to talk about the girl because
0: I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she I'm- fucking bothered me so much. For anyone who ever followed this or has watched the Netflix documentary, I'm talking about quote unquote. But- Butthole Butthole girl. girl? So butthole girl. By the way, she just tells like you. She tells her story matter
1: of fact. Yeah, like I'm butthole girl. And I remember being like, I should make a TikTok out of that. And I'm like,
0: no, this feels wrong. So she starts it by saying that she started to post images, whether it was that site or not, when she was 19 years old. And she wanted to use this as an avenue to make money to move out of her mother's home. With her two children, her with two, two different fathers. fathers, nineteen years old, nineteen years old. Listen, we know it happens, but Yeah, and I know it happens. We're but, trying to paint a picture here, but not everybody says, "Oh, I'll just make nudes of myself and be this kind of deplorable person." No, so, listen, no, no, not that nudes make you
1: deplorable. It's what she does. That's next, That's my guys. intro
0: into what she does. Now. I know. Relax. relax now it's relax, relax. women.
1: We just have to relax. Be soft. We have to be gentle. Relax.
0: This is not. Re- this is not re- represent TikTok. This is not represent influencers. This represents this one individual it's true who sold themselves out well said yeah and so she was said she was what drinking with some friends and they were like showing her the li- site live streaming it showing her the site she started to get to know hunter more she, she was openly posting her own photos to his site so he knew about her but this is different a bunch of friends like they're all skype videoing or whatever and one of them dared her to insert a bottle of mousse into her anus yeah. And she did it. And unbeknownst to her, someone was recording it. But she was saying that I was doing this because I wanted Hunter Moore exactly. to know me. So she, doesn't, so she looked at it as like, okay, well, it's going to get me more well known. And it did. It did. But what Hunter Moore and what this other person did, again, they linked it to her Facebook profile. And above this picture of her inserting a moose bottle in her anus is her Facebook profile with pictures of her children. Her children. So she reaches out to Hunter Moore and she asks him if he can take it down.
1: Well, wait, again, don't skip the fact that there's, like, two months where, like, she's doing other photos that people are asking her to put stuff up there and shit. But she's only upset because if you look at her bottle ass, right next to it is her her two children.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she's asking to... Which she knew about, by the way, by
1: looking at the site. She knew Facebooks were linked.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So she asked Hunter to take it down, and he said no. However, he kind of went quid pro quo. He said, if you... Insert a phone into Uranus so that I can call that phone, and we can put that video up. I'll take down the pictures of your kids.
1: Well, wait, I got to context it again. I apologize, but so she actually, he actually just says no initially, and there's like two months where she's just wicked fucked up, and so she becomes an alcoholic. This is the this is key to it because he knew she was because so she's like I was posting about being drunk, and two minutes later he skyped me, so he knew in this particular instance. But she also saw her life going negative, and instead of being like, this is fucked, she
0: went full bore in. Yeah, and so she did it. She inserted a phone in her anus so he could call her, and Mm -hmm. they videotaped it and loaded, uploaded it, and she started getting requests for things. And then, yeah, when she was depressed, because eventually the father of her children, the fathers of her children, like went to family court, and they said... This she's is, a butthole girl. This is not a good influence on our children. We yeah. think that we would be better as uh, the custodial guardians of of the children, and so she's depressed about that, and she's drinking a lot. And yeah, she gets the Skype from Hunter, who asks her to insert her entire fist into her anus. That's what it was. I'm sorry, yeah. you're right. The fisting of the butt. Yep. And eventually she and she I'm does. sorry, they almost showed the video. She's laughing. Well, they man. show they show they show up until the insertions, yeah. but she's laughing. She's yeah. having the time of her life. Yep. Yeah, so she she's she doesn't present as somebody who was vulnerable and all that. For the sake of brevity, I'm just gonna say, yeah, I don't feel sorry for her. No, no, she 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 did. She was knowingly doing things than she should have known better. And there's two times later
1: on in the documentary where she clearly, whether she meant to or not, says that she continued to watch his site every day and obsess over him for months. Yep. So I think that with her. When, what was her name? Christy Laws? What was it? Christy
0: Laws is the, Christy is the original Law, no, that's one. That's what that, I'm saying. Yeah. When
1: she talked, you felt for her. Yeah. Her eyes had pain. She's just like, this wasn't supposed to happen. The second girl, okay? Butthole girl. Felt like she was bragging, retelling her story.
0: And looking for an opportunity to brand herself.
1: Yeah. Because, cause, sorry people, but we're not born yesterday. She's doing this fucking interview in her apartment what is it bro it's all circle lights candy colored neon things it's all cam girl shit you know Mm -hmm. and like yo make your shit and stuff okay make your shit literally because you're shoving shit in your ass but like there was a level of i pitied her too there was a level of self-hatred that even me can't even fathom like because at no point was she like this dude ruined my life but she leaned more towards she made it seem like other people shove the shit up her ass and every time she shoves yeah. shit up her ass and listen i figured the skype where he asked her to do her fist was probably him just coercing her bro she's giggling the whole time like they show non-sexual footage and like i don't know she struck me as really off and i hope i hope she's okay because was a lot of fucked upness there but yeah i didn't walk away with sympathy for her either
0: Now let's switch it up to one of the precursors to a site like this. Uh, The famous, I think everybody knows about Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. Yeah. But now let's talk about uh, Joe Francis. Joe Francis is the creator. uh, In the early days, he was the everything. Producer, the advertiser. He was the everything for Girls Gone Wild. And um, these were
1: video, by, by the way, these were videos, guys, in the
0: 90s. Yeah. That you could go you could you could buy off of t v so at three in the morning, yeah, it's yeah so and
1: it was just got listen long story short, if you ever watched one of those videos, you're watching sexual assault
0: yeah exactly they're 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 purposefully going to like spring break parties and they're waiting until two three in the morning mm-hmm. when people are inebriated and they're Lacked asking out. and they're asking for their consent to put something on on film and and other things as they started to up the ante as uh. they went along. Because, yeah, the the foot in the door, the dip in the toe in the water was really just getting girls to flash their mm-hmm. their breasts.
1: They would give them t-shirts. That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then then they would do like wet t-shirt contests and then more of that. And eventually it devolved. And I'm not going to say evolved. It devolved. No, it did. It devolved into like girl on girl, like pornography.
1: Like they have a bus outside the bar. Yep. They find two drunk girls that have them sign a waiver. Yep. And, um... Here's the thing, too. They would undersell it initially because you, girls who didn't know what it was, they would be like, oh, no one's going to see it. Yep. And so girls would be like, oh, okay. And then they see themselves on the fucking
0: commercial on TV. Yep. And unfortunately for a lot of those in the early days, even inebriated or not, I mean, they signed a contract. It's ironclad. But that sucks.
1: And that's where yep. I, I mean, the flip happened too, where it's like, oh, okay. Well, guess what? Signing a waiver drunk isn't signing a waiver. Yeah. So things were put in place as a result of it. But like for twenty bucks, you could order a video, and then be in like Mardi Gras, and they'd just be giving girls beads, and these average like college girls would just be showing their
0: tits, living like, their best life, thinking, oh, this nothing's gonna come. Of yeah. This just
1: like a girl a flash at a July Fourth party, thinking that only the people who see it see it. You know. But like it was such a pro rape structure. Yes. It was so aggressively weird and it. it you would never see like a, a, someone walk up to the camera. You see the camera guys walk up to girls and I guarantee you if there was real footage, you'd see girls who are like, no, nah, no. Nah. Then they buy more shots, dude. They buy more shots till they say yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. But now you have a generation of women and a lot of them are moms now who have those skeletons in their closet unfortunately because they were ultimately victimized in that scenario.
0: Yeah, and so it took about a decade before he really started to face... And le- he got, m- became a millionaire off the yes. tips. They got nothing. Yep, he became very, 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 very wealthy. And around 2007 is where he actually started to get into the legal, legal trouble when individuals started bringing civil suits against him. And a lot of this tells you about, similar to Hunter Moore, how much of an egomaniac he was. Mm-hmm. He would be his own attorney so he could cross-examine them and try to intimidate them and all that. Break them down. And so he would actually get himself in trouble. I love this. I'm reading this right now. In 2007, he was found by a judge contempt of court because when he was cross-examining one of the, there were four women that joined together to bring the first civil suit against him. Yeah. And he asked the woman outright, are you a prostitute? Wow. Yeah. So he was he was found in contempt of court for that. And <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, that was another one. He was uh, sued and... Two thousand and twelve is when people really started going after him um stephen Wynn the defamed de- de- stephen Wynn yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way uh was the obviously another wealthy person uh successfully sued him for twenty million dollars for uh he said that he well i'll maybe back so he also was one of those people living a rock star lifestyle, so he cr- he accrued an ex he was one of those people playing like backroom poker in those casinos with like Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods. Five million dollar hands. Exactly. With a small blind, it's two and a half million, and the big blind is five million dollars. And obviously, he accrued a big debt because a lot of those people could just roll. Wealthy people could just roll into some place yeah, and it's enough. like, yeah, okay, you pay the tab later or whatever. But he didn't pay his tab. And then when Steve Wynn brought something like, "I'm going to bring legal things against you," he openly said that he would murder Steve Wynn. <laughs> So Steve Wynn was awarded twenty million dollars for for slander. Yeah, and and then the jury, because they found found this guy so deplorable, they awarded him an additional twenty million dollars. Wow, yeah, which he never paid. Oh, of by course, the way. of course. But at least you stand in that yeah. lane of victory. It wasn't until around two thousand fifteen when this guy really went away, and that's because he started getting in criminal trouble for he didn't do a good enough job uh, filtering out people who were under the age of 18. Yeah. He was essentially accused of prostitution being the forefront, because I think that's where the easiest avenue, the path of least resistance was. Yeah. So that's when he started to go away. But I mean, for the la- like from 2003 is when he started to have actual criminal charges. So he was a very bad person. It was crazy that, yeah. he, like
1: Bob said, you'd be sitting home watching Conan O'Brien, because the ads would only run late at night. And then it's this video. It's like, do you like hot girls? Do you like young, naked girl? And then it's like... You see the bars and the people are just sweaty and it's, it's gross. Sloppy. And yeah, it's just, it's not something I've ever found attractive to be honest with you. But like, I guess it's one of those like beat off things for high school kids in the 90s. But honestly, I can say that's another case where I'm glad but none of my friends owned any of them weird ass videos. Right. I don't know anyone yeah. who was like, this is cool. But the idea that in both of these examples, and this is heady, I know, but. They're two men who raped so many women without actually physically raping them.
0: Yeah, but he uh, was—he got criminal charges eventually for false imprisonment, and he because he at that point he's like, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah, you know, nobody says no to me because that's how these narcissists—that's how they are. They get so heady and all that that they are above the law, they're above reproach, and nobody says no. They get anything they want, and then it just all comes down, and then it all comes crashing down, and that's why. I don't think he's still in Mexico, but when he finally, he just eventually, he like put himself in exile in Mexico. Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Too bad a cartel didn't get a hold of him. Hey, that we know of. That we know of, yeah. You know, if he's doing the same shit out
1: there, someone will get him.
0: Yeah, but to me, this is really, again, it starts in the 90s, but this is a foundation for the people like Hunter Moore. It gives them that. Oh, 100%. Like he, he sees himself as like a, probably saw himself as like a Renaissance guy who is just the logical next step of what Girls Gone Wild. And
1: you know what, all this too, like, I'm sorry, but all this, we, we got to take it back to the Alpha One Omega, the godhead of all slimy mistreatment and exploitation of women. It was the Howard Stern generation, dude. Yeah. It just was. That was the shit. Any radio DJ was disrespecting women and being stupid and sexual. Yep. That crossed over into the Limp Bizkit type music. That crossed over into all, if you watch a lot of late 90s movies, they're wicked hate fueled and there's trans jokes and there's black jokes and it's like... It, it just, it was, and hip hop. Hip hop was there too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Certain things weren't even fucking addressed in hip hop yet that yep. are getting addressed now. But people always think, like, you know, the 60s and 70s. I think every generation has a period of lawlessness, but I believe the lawlessness of the late 90s, early aughts, I hope it was the end of that true era of just women in chains. Cause a lot of people thought that ended in, in the 70s, but no, it, it didn't. Cause like, and the other thing me and Bob talked about, let's talk about, two, just to finish it off, all the pickup artists outside of bars at 2 in the morning, like, waiting yep. with their cell phones to do a video to make out with some girl who's blacked out, bro. Like, yep. what? I was glad when I was young. My dad sat me down and was like, yo, he didn't talk like hip-hop, but let's just go with this. <laughs> he was like, yo, son. I'm like, yeah, dad, what's up? And he's like a drunk girl is not a consenting girl i'll never forget he told me that when i was like 15 he's like bro they do shit they don't mean to do and the next day he's like that's assault and so like maybe a lot of dads didn't tell their kids that and you know a lot of things in the 90s too is like oh in the early aughts like what are you guys doing oh you get your date fucked up Yep, drinks booze weed whatever but it's like i think more people are realizing like that doesn't fly anymore that just that whole model Mm -hmm. doesn't fly anymore
0: Only and I call it a dinosaur. It is a dinosaur, in a little to an extent is barstool sports.
1: Yeah, I was waiting for you yeah. to mention that. I mean, yeah. they've
0: evolved a lot, but yes, they have. But they started with like, come on, and I used to watch it too. Yeah. Rape rages. Yeah, or um, or if the, you know the smoke show of the week. Yeah, and the words that they would use on the videos is a, on the images to describe what they would sexually do to that person or guess that ass. Yeah, guess that ass. Whether just show the picture of a like a famous celebrity woman. Um, for, of her wearing yoga pants, and would just be zoomed in on on her ass.
1: The chive too, remember that you ever yep. fuck
0: with the chive. Yep. There was a lot of that where the,
1: it was a real like, I want to say a dehumanization of women in a, in like a different level. Yep. Because that was also the time, and I think we've talked about this of Maxim magazine and all those magazines yep. that were like, we're gonna make you know Kate Winslet sit in a chair erotically.
0: Yeah. Now, a grant, granted, uh, Dave Portnoy, mm-hmm. who started, still doing Barstool, it, Barstool, and he's still doing it, massed from Massachusetts. He moved it down to New York City, uh, and then it started to change. I think when he moved it down to New York City, which is yeah. like two thousand eleven, twelve, around then. So it did it did start to change and brand out. And I said earlier that like now Barstool has like the
1: yeah, the uh, the, mean,
0: the Mean Girls podcast, yeah. and it does have a revolving door of cast of. A female hosts on that podcast. But the whole thing about that is that it's, it's from a woman's point of it's empowering of women because it's them talking about like sexuality or it's them talking about, I know I, I, I don't know if I did it on the podcast, but one of the reels that they have out there is where they like men to ejaculate <laughs> on them during sex. But they, but they talk about it yeah. from a standpoint of if someone is going to do that into your face, it is the most, you are not a human being to you. Whereas someone's like, no, I like them to where one of them literally says they like it done on their stomach because it, it's like, the sexual act is is to its fullest for both of them. Yeah, and then they pull up, and and then they talk about the the real like realistically. Oh, but when it starts to ooze down to, towards their vagina, they're like, oh, I know that's up. But you they got to build a quick dam. Yeah, exactly. But they're talking about that from their standpoint. But I that dialogue is important. Whether and or not it's, it makes and people... it's open, and it's and it's open, and one is married, one is single, and they both talk about that. Those it's like our those, dichotomy. Yeah, those they talk about that dichotomy. Uh, what? So, the... Sorry fuck i'm single you know i gave you the i gave you the one that doesn't that works right that doesn't moan Yeah, no, i gave i gave him, i gave the, Remy the mic stand that that isn't like broken and break it yeah and and he yeah the reason the reason we don't have nice things i'm yeah. gonna break it i just want to i just want to point out too i took the broken mic stand and my mic hasn't moved <laughs> i'm just saying dude i'm a
1: ball of pain and yeah. nihilism things around me just break but um but i guess at the end of the day I'm glad the dialogue has changed. That used to allow all this stuff to be okay. And I feel like the best part about the Hunter documentary is the fact that it's a relic. You're watching a relic of a dead time. But just be prepared to want to punch this guy in the fucking face. He knows how to play the wrestling heel. He knows. And obviously, we're in a world that's much more sensitive to women being victimized now than ever before. We're no longer doing that boomer thing where it's like, oh, what were you wearing? Yeah. And the the laws of our country have caught up. But the problem is they've also stepped back, right? Because as much as this well, isn't is in that place, how it always is? yeah, as much as this is
0: in place, when the, when the spotlight is on, it's going to be to the umpteenth degree, and then when the spotlight fades, it's like, eh. no more revenge porn. Also, you have to have this baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No more revenge porn until okay, revenge porn is fine, <laughs> right? Like yeah. let's flip it, let's prioritize. But anyway, as long as you put a disclaimer on there that it's not actually real, that nobody's gonna read yeah right tag that that's track. not bullshit here there, there are people that it's a fetish people have of revenge like oh, of posting course. posting those videos you know when where a man is like thinking about if a guy if it's like oh my girlfriend broke my heart so i'm gonna post these videos we have of intimacy yeah yeah that's a fantasy out there it still exists you can go on pornhub and find it
1: yeah. i mean i made a joke when i broke up mm-hmm. my girlfriend
0: but my joke was
1: like uh, i was gonna leak some revenge porn but i forget she puts hers out officially <laughs> Oh, Ooh, there it is. Can we change the um, rim shot into a, oh, can you find a, th-
0: I don't, I don't think the zoom has an, oh, I'll have to look that one up. All
1: right. Let's change the rim
0: shot though. Let's Come in with something next week to surprise me just cause it's so boomer, dude. What if I, uh, okay. All right. You'll leave it open ended to me like that. I'm oh, gonna, it can be anything. Yeah. I'm going to come up with monotonous things and then i'm gonna come up with things where you're like that's gonna lose us an audience we don't have an audience we don't but we're it's gonna lose our (laughs) any momentum that we may have would be just to shit at that point we're so close to like just just naming all our 13 listeners every episode yeah but that's fine That's fine. I've listen. We say it all the time, but you got to learn to crawl before you can learn to run. And I don't mind this. I know I've I've had conversations with my wife where she's like, "Well, what about the promoting of it?" It's like we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. That's my thought too.
1: It's fine. Hey, let's before we let's let's alleviate the end of this discussion a little bit with Bobby
0: and I ran into each other giving um giving blood this week oh yeah yeah I, I rolled up after i got out of work and i probably looked like i was decompressing from that day but when i looked and i saw remy in the window he literally looked like the saddest child ever <laughs> and like but i was stoked when i saw bob because i'm like oh game on like i kind of tormented
1: bob we, we, we were at different ends of this huge room they separated us they separated us <laughs> that was their mistake and i kept being like bob are you still getting sucked I'd be like, where are you at? You know, and I kept trying to race him to the end. I wanted to get my blood quicker and he fucking beat me, but the whole time and then like we joked that we were going to have a knife fight out in the parking lot. We're obnoxious. I'm obnoxious and he he tolerates it is more accurate. Yeah, yeah,
0: but my favorite thing was my favorite thing was the lady who came out, and you made it look like we were actually going to do a knife fight. And then she walked around the parking lot like she was going to go to a car, and then she went to the bar. That's right down, right, <laughs> yeah. like two buildings over.
1: We fucked her up yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. someone's coming out because we are talking. Great.
0: Oh great, she uh, she's done two things here. She has donated plasma for the money to go to the bar, and because <laughs> like she's. It's gonna be easier for her to get lit.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't even make that connection. Yeah. That's
0: instant, dude. Yep. That first cigarette after a plasma donation's nice. <laughs> I liked how when you were like, "Do you ever get an after shit? Uh, Want to have to take a shit after this?" And I'm like, "Sometimes." And you're like, "All right, see you, <laughs> dude."
1: And you Ta- are out. It's happened to me twice now. You are out. So yeah, guys, check the documentary. Let's let yeah. know what you think. And and you know, I think the over under is that we watched something that was appalling, but thankfully we were watching something from a time capsule.
0: And and also, because you you brought it up, kudos to people like anonymous, oh my God that they've bro. made it their goal to like just completely destroy and annihilate yeah, people a- like Hunter Moore, and like I said, for people in basically massachusetts uh turtle boy sports at least what it originally was was really about the the scum of the scum of the of the greater massachusetts area like really putting them on blast and ruining their lives which should be which is kind of dope yeah Yeah. and so like obviously to me it's like it's almost like the pendulum swinging the other way like for every action there's a reaction and the reaction to people like hunter moore and to girls gone wild as people like anonymous and turtle boy sports and they're
1: actually making a difference so you yes. gotta
0: gotta give them a shout out but yeah i think that'll do it yeah that's a that's a good uh, place to end for this episode so as always everybody that's our take for the day yeah. take care everybody the next episode of the Zenial Odyssey podcast, Remy and Bobby Rocks
1: discuss. We thought about talking about this, but we're going to do 60 to 90 minutes on Pap Shmooze. You brought up that it would be
0: great to talk about the stupidity that we engaged in in our teenage years and our young adulthood. Yeah. And what that made me think of for me, that time coincided with Jackass and CKY. There's basically a four to five year window that I'm talking about here. Okay. 1990, we'll just call it five. 1999 to 2004.
1: That wasn't my circle, but that was not unheard of for the 90s at all. My situations were a lot more about internal internal debauchery than external debauchery there is a moment you come to in suburbia where you're like oh this is a dead fish there's an image of the suburbs
0: but i still don't think it's really accurate for me the suburbs are where the stuff that happens in a city happens it's just people try to keep it from being seen the suburbs are like war war never changes suburbs never change new episodes are released every tuesday morning find the xop on apple podcasts spotify iheart radio our facebook page or youtube